Hey everyone, it's Tom from the Not A Foodie Podcast. Um, before we get into this next episode, which is our Thanksgiving episode, uh, I wanted to just take this opportunity to thank everybody for listening um, and encourage you to reach out to us. We want to hear from you. We want you your thoughts and ideas to be on the podcast. So Tom at notafoodie.com, Mike at notafoodie.com, or you can hit us up on Instagram. Um, our account is at notafoodiepicks. That's at notafoodiepics um, on Instagram. And that's it. So enjoy the podcast and happy Thanksgiving. I hope you overeat. Welcome to the Not A Foodie Podcast from the Not A Foodie Studio, which is not a studio. It's just my dining room table in Queens. As always, I'm joined by Mike. Hey, what's up? And I am Tom. And uh, today we're getting into the holiday spirit. and We're going to talk about the, the best Not A Foodie slash foodie holiday ever. Thanksgiving. I mean, I feel like... Thanksgiving special. It's... I, I'm... I do... The big Italian Christmas Eve. So Christmas Eve, sort of. Yeah, but but the difference is like Christmas Eve. There's presents and there's like wine and there's like things. This is literally you're just eating. You just sit there. You just and, eat. I mean, it's disgusting. It really is. I mean, it's it's great. I, I've been waiting to tell you what my plate looks like <laughs> when we when we get plate? there. Plate? You only have one plate. <laughs> Plates. In my my Thanksgivings, my family is always very accommodating. Did so, you guys do pasta too? So we—I was just gonna say—we always had someone who didn't like turkey, so we did pasta. Yeah. Um, we had uh, uh, someone who didn't like turkey, so we did ham as well. Oh wait, well that I feel like that—that that could just be a thing too. Some people just do turkey on ham. We usually have a side ham. Yeah. Going. Yeah, that's you know, just a thing that's there. It's just there. But yeah, I, Thanksgiving I remember used to be—you uh, know—you have the empty pasta, you have um, a little bit of pasta, you have some lasagna, then you have some turkey. Your American and, sides, yeah. Then you, the American sides were not as uh, as big as the Italian sides. Do you did you guys do artichokes? That's the thing my aunt does every year. That she does like a dozen artichokes, not stuffed, just artichokes, just steamed artichokes, just right? steamed artichokes. Yeah. So my uncle Ralph is always in charge of the artichokes. We have my uncle Ralph always makes artichokes, a tray of artichokes. Some of them are stuffed, some of them are steamed, and I feel like yeah, Thanksgiving and. Um, Probably Christmas he doesn't. Well, cr- well, Christmas for sure, but like Thanksgiving we have artichokes every year. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of that of uh, the artichokes of, I mean, everything. The antipasto, first of all, the antipasto is always a big deal. Like I used to work um, when I was a kid. I used to work at this little you know card and gift store that sold cigarettes and newspapers and things like that, and it was right next door to the uh, the pork store the TNF pork store in Franklin Square, New York. And my job, because I worked next door to those guys, was to go in with, you know, a wad of cash and buy the antipasto the night before Thanksgiving. So the night before Thanksgiving is always like, I'm getting ready to go out and go party with all my friends. Biggest go, bar night of the year. Exactly. Go, people, go to bars and People say uh, New Year's Eve is amateur hour. No. The night before Thanksgiving is the worst. It's a mess. It's it a is mess. The, especially when it's like, oh, I haven't been home in like three years. So like now <laughs> I just have to get three times this shit face. Like 
Yeah, and you the, see all these people that you, you, know you, know, you the, sort of want to see, but you don't want to see. The best night before Thanksgiving, though, is the night before Thanksgiving of your freshman year in college. Agreed. Agreed. You, literally, I don't know if anybody who's hasn't had their freshman year of college yet or is in their freshman year, if any of you are listening to this, that is the best Thanksgiving, and that's it. Like it, oh, That's the only good one. I mean – I feel like movies have been made about people that come home for that night before Thanksgiving, you know, come home from college and it's, yeah, I agree. It's the best. But anyway, I used to, before I could, you know, go out and get drunk with my friends, I had to come home with like 20 pounds of prosciutto, of course, the gabagool, spicy and sweet, capicol and uh, provolone, pepperoni, everything. Artichoke hearts. Art, marinated artichoke yeah. hearts. Um, my favorite is the marinated mushroom salad. I hate, hate, hate cold mushrooms. What? Yeah. What? I don't. I, I don't. I'm, I'm dumbfounded here. I know. My, if you guys could see my face, um, I, I'm shaking my head disapprovingly at I him. Know. I can't believe it. How would how you not like the cold, vinegary, I, marinated mushroom texture, salad? Texture. I mean, it is rubbery. Yeah. It is weird. <laughs> but... Have you had um, like muffaletta? The the sandwich? Yeah. Yeah, but that's hot. No, yeah, but you no the the mushroom sp- the muffaletta spread is not. Muffaletta is like the the chopped up uh, mushroom spread that they put it, on top of that. It it's like a layered sandwich that they press down, right? It's an Italian sandwich, but they from press New it down. Orleans. They, yeah. Sometimes they press it down, sometimes not. It depends. You know, in in New Orleans, it was served on like a giant like six inch round roll. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of in my head. Yeah, and it's layered with that oily vinegary yeah. mushroom. Yeah, yeah, that's delicious. But I've always had it hot, like oh. the whole thing hot. All right. Well, anyway, so yes, <laughs> mushroom salad. Um, what else? What the, else? The little. They have a word for them, but they're little mozzarella balls. You know, yeah. we never got those. We always just got a big thing of fresh mutz and just cut it up into pieces. I, I thought you were going to say, we never bought our own mozzarella. We just made it every day. No, <laughs> every man, but I remember. fresh mutz it out. So TNF Pork Store in Franklin Square, where I grew up, there was Tommy and Frank, TNF. Of course. And they, and they're, you know, they were, when I was a kid, they were, you know, in their 70s. They went to, like, they went to school, grammar school with my grandfather, I think, in Brooklyn. One of them did. But I remember Tommy was the older of the two, and he was this old man that for probably two days before Thanksgiving and before Christmas, he would be up to his elbows in fresh mozzarella, and it would be disgusting. He'd take his hands out, there'd be this like white, mangled, sort of gross like skin falling off the bones because he's just making mutz the whole time. But nothing better than a fresh mutz. <laughs> no, absolutely. With a little salt. Yeah, no, and a little, some, some roasted red peppers. Oil. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much everything you need in a good antipast. Yeah, that's that's the standard. So, what about you? What did what did, did you guys you guys had an antipast? Of course. Um, also, everyone has different dietary restrictions. So, for dessert, instead of making just like three pies or whatever, my aunt Marie for like twelve people would make twelve different pies. Yeah. Um, yeah. there'd be the apple pie. There'd be the sugar-free apple pie. There'd be like everything, and then there's always the um the chocolate pudding pie with that gross film on top that nobody eats. Oh, I know, I know. We never had that. We it's never. It's always there, and nobody eats it. And I'm just like, I don't want to say it to her because it'll break her heart, and I love her. But in my head, every year, I'm just like, if, if she's listening to the podcast, Emery is not listening to this podcast. <laughs> uh, I love you, Emery. Um, 
I'm like, why do you do this to yourself? It's just like, it's probably easy for you, but it's like still just a little bit of added stress that you just don't need to yeah. like. <laughs> and no, no one likes it anyway. Nobody's going to miss it. No <laughs> one's going to say, oh, man. What's what's your favorite Thanksgiving pie? Um, Apple. Apple's yeah, good. Apple's apple, good. Or probably a good – Aunt Marie makes a killer pumpkin pie. It has oh. to be like really flavorful though. I like uh, my wife's family makes this uh, cranberry walnut pie. Ooh, that's really good, and that's a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, pie. and my mother-in-law she she usually switches between um, Thanksgiving and Christmas, but she makes this um, chocolate ganache pie, which Oof. is fucking insane. I mean, it's I, I made it seven minutes without swearing on this podcast, but that was definitely worth a, <laughs> an f bomb because that is a fucking insane pie. It's really good. That's awesome. I um. I so my family, it, it's like a weird Italian American thing that maybe no other family does besides mine. They drink ice, Coke, and red wine. Oh, I so I used to sit. My grandfather growing up, I used to. He sat at the. He didn't sit at the head of the table. He sat in the seat just to the left of the head of the table because that was the one that had the direct view of the TV, so he could watch football on Sundays when we were eating our pasta. I always sat next to him. And I always he made sure that I always had cream soda, and I said why, and he said well cream soda and red wine taste best, and so I would be sitting there drink I'd be you know six years old drinking my cream soda and he'd be pouring wine into it, and yeah so cream soda and wine was definitely a thing in in our family. So I what I used to do is I used to bring nice bottles of wine, not like crazy crazy bottles of like French wine hundred dollar bottles, but like twenty five dollar bottles of wine, yeah. and um. My cousin would take it and put it into his Coke. And I was like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> so now I buy like two nice bottles and then I buy a Magnum of like some yeah. like like $10 Magnum double bottle of like red wine. Our family is the Opechi. Opechi, yeah. yeah, we buy and, that. And I'm just like, Anthony, you can do whatever you want with this one. <laughs> you cannot put wine into these. Yeah, that, or Coke into those, well, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I brought a Neradavla, like just a nice. It's called Colosi. It's like 20, 18, 20 bucks, and um, I told him no. Like, and then my uncle's like, "Oh, let me try it." And then my uncle goes, "Uncle John goes, oh, this is a good wine. You don't add soda to this wine." <laughs> I'm like, "Thank you, Uncle John." <laughs> I love that. That's a that's a delineation of of wine. Like, this is a soda adding wine. This is a non soda adding wine. And he, my cousin tried to justify it by saying, I don't care. I did it in Italy. And I said, I don't care what you did in Italy. You're not doing with the wine I brought. <laughs> well, what's so what is your favorite, like, what's your favorite family? Do you have a family recipe or something? My that you, my dad's stuffing was the best stuffing. I mean, it was Italians. Just, we love our stuffing. It, it, bacon, sausage, and mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And, like, just cooked mushrooms. Cooked mushrooms. And just, like, bread. Uh, you know, yep. like breadcrumbs and like all the other stuffing accoutrement, but that was like the the main players in it. Pro- probably like some chive and some shit too. But I um I used to get a lot of bacon mushroom pizza because it had like very similar <laughs> uh, qualities to my dad's stuffing. I will say that my gram and I one of the first blog posts that I ever wrote was the best thing that I ever ate. And it was my grandfather's stuffing recipe from Thanksgiving. Oh no way! Yeah, it's um, it he doesn't use sausage like a lot of Italians make mm-hmm. a sausage stuffing. Um, it's salami, 
um, eggs, lots of Pecorino Romano cheese. Um, those so it's mushrooms. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, mushrooms, but the mushrooms have to be, um, you know, canned button mushrooms because that's what I grew up with. Like, no fresh shit there. Um, lots of eggs. Instead of breadcrumbs, you use um, loaves of Italian bread mm-hmm. that are cut up and cubed and left out. And some parsley, some oregano, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's so eggy and so cheesy. It's like, I don't even know. It's It's like a souffle, but it's it's like a heavy, you know, 10-pound souffle. And then you just, uh, I always poured some olive oil on top of it and crisped it up underneath. So you got like a nice sort of crispiness. And I, for years, whoa, what is going on? Motorcycle racing outside on Queens. Um... When I was older and I started um, dating girls and I would have to go to like, you know, seriously dating people and I would have to go to like their house for like a holiday, um, I made sure that I always brought the stuffing with me. Like, you know, no offense to you and your family, but. that That's why I bring wine because it doesn't offend any. Everyone just likes booze. And then when you bring like good booze and they're like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, this is only like 13 bucks. And they're like, what? Like, when it comes to grandpa's stuffing, I don't give a shit who I offend. I'm bringing it <laughs> with me. Have stuffing will travel. <laughs> and, and still to this day, like I go to, we alternate between um, my family and my wife's family every Thanksgiving. And, you know, in my family, it's the whole big, you know, 10,000 people at the house and everybody's loud and, you know, lots of stuffing and pasta and antipasta and things like that. And, my my wife's family it's a it's we go visit her aunt she lives um in this small little like cabin almost in vermont oh, and sick. it's so, it's really nice it's beautiful and we love it but i have to bring the stuffing with do me. you how often do you go to vermont um well to go visit can you bring me back heady topper oh yeah yeah that, that that's the main yeah that's, yeah, well, that's all no i problem. was trying to say <laughs> can, can we get some heady topper we do um heady so, topper is like the best beer in america yeah oh yeah Every other year we go up there for Thanksgiving, and every other year I come back with some really interesting spirits and beers and things like that because it's such a great little craft brew, craft distilling scene. Um, I totally forgot about it until just now. I was thinking about – I was going to ask you if your family makes sausage bread. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we don't do that just for Thanksgiving. No, we, no, no. You we, do it. Yeah. But like – so sausage bread, you think of like a big like calzone or like semolina bread. A calzone in the shape of a semolina bread. And it's literally just stuffed with sausage. Sausage and cheese. Yeah. And you just cut it into like two inch wide pieces and everyone just grabs some and it's delicious. Yeah. And you and even when it like gets cold and the cheese congeals, it's like delicious. Yep. But that got me thinking about my actual favorite thing that people make on Thanksgiving is artichoke pie. And oh, I, I've never had that. Yeah. And I know we were just talking about artichokes, but it's a pie crust. And then the filling is like artichoke hearts and regret and cheese and egg and black pepper and wow. it's so delicious. And uh, they throw some, um, not not sausage, but like whatever like is in lard bread. Like oh yeah, the, the little like lardons, the yeah, little pieces of pork. little pieces of pork are just in there yeah. too. Lard bread, not sausage bread. Lard bread in actual semolina, and you bite into it, and there's just pieces of pork in it, which is pork fat. Yeah, yeah also that's, delicious. That's amazing. Um, so let's let's rank things here. Like, what 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 are okay. your top three things that are on the table for yeah. your main course? Artichoke pie, number one. Okay. Stuffing, number two. Mm-hmm. And then, what I take everything and I just smother. Besides the artichoke pie, I take everything and I smother it in gravy. 
So I feel like gravy should be number three. I mean, great, great. Like I would drink gravy. If, yeah, if like, it wasn't so disgusting. Like I know it's not like something you eat, but it's like very. It, my meal, my plate is literally turkey, ham, stuffing, mush, uh, mashed potatoes, whatever else, just smothered in gravy. So I feel like gravy is almost can count as number three did you always have um like homemade gravy growing up because i we never had it until maybe oh maybe over the past 15 years or so we've i don't know what my aunt does i have no idea yeah i mean it used to be just like canned gravy it it does like it's probably like a canned gravy base that they like add things to or not i i don't know at this point yeah i mean when we started making our own gravy that's i just I, I will just bathe in it. It's delicious. I love gravy. <laughs> um, so I guess for me, number one, stuffing. Absolutely, 100% stuffing. I would just have that stuffing for days. Yeah. I mean, I I purposefully eat so much of that stuffing that I get sick <laughs> so that I can, by the time next year rolls around, You're so I'm not craving go. it for the whole year. <laughs> like, I need to just get my fill, get sick of it, and then... You know, by by December first, I was like, "Oh, I'm not eating this stuffing again for like a year," and and I'm good, and I'm good. <laughs> so definitely stuffing. You just said you eat a year's worth of stuffing yeah, in two weeks. In, in, yeah, in like a week and a half. <laughs> I mean, stuff doesn't last for two weeks. <laughs> um, so yeah, stuffing number one. I think gravy's number two. You know what I really like, and I don't know that it's number three. Is my wife makes this um, cranberry orange relish. No, that can't be number three. It's not number three, but it's now that I'm thinking of all that stuffing and gravy, this is like something light. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how this works. I know, it's not. All right, so um, stuffing, gravy, and mm, I don't like many of Oh, my mother-in-law, when we do the Vermont Thanksgiving, my mother-in-law makes these, um, or that that side of the family, makes these sweet potato or yam cookies. They're basically just like, you know, little rounds of yams um, or sweet potatoes, um, not yams. And they're cut and they're basically just fried in a pound of butter. And so, so it's they're these, chips. Yeah, they're, no, they're thick. They're like really big, thick. So the outside is nice and brown. The inside is creamy, but they're just drenched in butter. And they're delicious. They're medallions. Yes, they're medallions. Medall- that's, that's wonderful. They're really good. They're yeah. really good. Yo, fuck turkey. <laughs> turkey. White, white I meat. Turkey, turkey, white meat is not. I, I love turkey not on Thanksgiving. I love turkey like a, a good little smoked turkey. Um, I've done turkey where I'll like wrap it in uh, pancetta and roast it. I sous vide turkey with like – I make turkey pastrami um, in the sous vide. Like I use pastrami slices and then I use an immersion circulator and like make this like – really good pastrami flavored turkey delicious um i've i've we could, deep fry it you know what they my uh my cousin my cousin john not wait sorry my cousin john bain who's married into the family not my cousin john who's born into the family important distinction good distinction yeah my cousin john bain uh he just he he does the deep fryer thing every year he knows what to do we don't burn the house down We've been doing it for probably almost a decade now, if not more. I will say that I know this people uh, are very have very strong opinions about their turkey, and I know that maybe it's I know that it's just my personal experiences, but I have never had a deep fried turkey that 
could compare to a well roasted turkey? Um, I feel like it, they, it, I, no matter what part of it dries out, if you if you cook a turkey properly in the oven and you do a dry brine and you know you get it going properly, I don't know that I can ever have a deep fried turkey that'll compare to that. I don't know if I'm team deep fried turkey. Okay, I, I just know I. I definitely eat it when, on Thanksgiving, but I'm also smothering it in gravy. <laughs> so I don't know if there's even like a – if you can make an argument for the difference when it's just smothered in gravy. Do you do um, cranberry sauce? No, because as a kid, the, the fact that the rings were still imprinted yeah. freaked me out. Really? Yeah. So oh, we I think they'll make their own sometimes, and I'll add some of that in, but not, not from the, the – ring form cranberry sauce no, where you are ready to that. slice yeah no i've made fresh cranberry sauce and people have made it at thanksgiving but the caveat is always with if you're going to bring fresh cranberry sauce let us know because we're also going to have a couple cans on hand because people like the canned cranberry sauce i love the rings i love the jelly i think it's disgusting but i love freaks it freaks me out so <laughs> i just i don't really like food that comes in a can in general hmm. um except when i make I make the best buffalo chicken dip in the world, and I use canned chicken. I I don't like really any meat that comes in a can. Yeah, but if I made it for you, you wouldn't know. Uh, I want to say challenge accepted, yeah. but I'm sort of grossed out. Uh, um, Super Bowl, I make it. I make buffalo chicken dip, and then I'll just like make I'll whip it up sometimes. Like Friendsgiving, I'll make it. Do you do Friendsgiving? Um, I hosted it a year ago or two years ago. And then I haven't done it since then. It, like, all my friends are, like, in different places and no one has, like, a big – Yeah. It's not like college where there's, like, a like a rugby house that had, like, four of the people in it and then everyone just brought stuff. I brought my, my buffalo chicken dip to Rugby's Giving. That was good. Rugby's Giving. Rugby's Giving. We, we went to the Meyer, which is, like, a Walmart. And then it was – Where did you go Walmart. to school? Michigan. Michigan, that's right. Not, not University of Michigan. Ferris State. Go Dogs. Okay. <laughs> um, so they went to Meyer and they got a bunch of uh, rotisserie chickens, and like that was it. Like just we just had a keg and rotisserie chickens and like buffalo. Chicken. Did you at least take them out of the plastic and put them uh, on like no. cutting boards? No, and you just uh, uh, there was like a knife. <laughs> God bless us, yeah. everyone. <laughs> There's a keg of PBR and we just sang songs and like ate. Yeah, it was. It was wonderful. Do you actually do you like PBR? Um, I like PBR politically, for sure. I like that they're not owned by Anheuser Busch, yep. InBev, Coors Miller. Right. Um. Well, I, let, let's rephrase that. What is your favorite guilty pleasure beer? Do you have a guilty pleasure beer? Miller Light. Miller Light. Miller Light. All right, good. It doesn't make me feel that bad because I was going to say Coors Light. Yeah. So wait, I was blinded. I told the bartender, "Pour Bud Light, Coors Light, and Miller Light, and I'll be able to call all three. Uh huh. Coors Light has the least flavor. Miller Light has the most flavor. Bud Light's the other one. <laughs> That's why I said to him. I looked him in the face and I said that. And he did it and I called all three correctly all using right. that criteria. But uh, we just drank PBR on the rugby team. And I, I like a PBR and it's super, super fucking cheap. It's like $5 for a tall boy at a bar. Yeah. 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 And, that's, I, that's and it's like $5 for a bottle of Miller Light at a bar. So it's cheap. Politically, I like them more than any other one. And it tastes good enough. I think that um, Coors Lights were sort of always around when I was sneaking beers out of like my well, family's coolers well, and like stuff. Your your dad's generation 
they would like drive out to the west and like bring back cores. Like that was like a thing I've heard that was, stories about. That was the um that was the plot of Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> Did you know that? No, what? That's the plot of Smokey and the Bandit. Smuggling cores into the East oh, Coast? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, there's something like there's something in Atlanta but the beers in Texarkana and they're we're going to bring it back no matter what it takes. That's the song. <laughs> Eastbound and down. <laughs> Smokey was running or I'm sorry Bandit was running interference for the truck that was smuggling a truckload of Colorado beer to Atlanta <laughs> they were going from yeah, crossing wow. the line that was the whole plot of Smokey and the Bandit that's incredible yes <laughs> that wow <laughs> but yeah my uncle um, was a PBR guy my uncle was absolutely PBR um my dad, and I remember this growing up, man. I remember going to the supermarket and just trying to find the cheapest beer possible. Like, and that was like, oh, gross. as, yeah, like I mean, Schlitz? but yeah, but that was like, we would do our shopping. My mother would go grocery shopping. She'd take all, you know, there were four of us growing up, and we by no means were, you know, well off. And my mother would be like, well, we have to get a six pack for dad. So everyone look and try to find the cheapest six pack. And it was like, we'd come back with, oh, Meister Brow and, some really really bad beers um, that I would sneak once in a while and they would be disgusting they were the most disgusting things I've ever tasted in college the answer to that was called or is called hams 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 is like five dollars for a six pack I don't know what hams is yeah you're too if you were in college in 2012 you would but as an adult in 2012 you shouldn't <laughs> right like if you're over 27 28 and know what hams is like yeah no that's, well, not, that's not a good look you know you missed when i was in college it was the Zima. great ice revolution everything was ice bud ice miller ice molson we, we ice we drank those in high school yeah <laughs> i just remember um going i went to school up in western new york up like right on the canadian border and molson ice molson triple x molson triple yeah, x was the like, black can oh the, man the, with the, the tall triple, boy yeah. black can yeah oh yeah those were great and the drinking age was what 17 in canada at the time so we'd sneak over you know we'd make our own Smokey and the bandit sort of version that we'd bring back a whole bunch of molson triple x the beer situation um in college was always ridiculous always like the cheapest stuff that, that was around on oh, thanksgiving do you do you drink beer or wine Wine, my family, like, they'll have um, Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Okay. The the last couple of Thanksgivings I've driven in, so I really only have, like, a glass of wine or whatever. But now I'm going to sell my car and take the railroad in, so. In, gonna... Into? Merrick. Merrick. All right, cool. Long Island. Mm -hmm. Strong Island. Um, yeah, I'm, I usually, I used to always have, um, well, a cocktail. There's always cocktails being served at, uh, at my house pre-dinner. Usually Manhattans, and that's my grandmother, um, rest in peace, but my grandmother, you would walk into her house and she'd, you want a Manhattan? You want a Manhattan? You know, you could be like 14 years old. You want a Manhattan? It's the holidays. Have a Manhattan. Um, so we have Manhattans. Um, sometimes I'll have a beer, but mostly it's just Manhattans and wine <laughs> and cream soda. I feel like you have to have cream soda. <laughs> Do you have a favorite wine you like to drink? With uh, Thanksgiving? Because I have a red and a white for all the listeners to make their lives easy. I usually don't drink whites. I usually drink like um, like a Pinot Noir, but turkey is Pinot pretty, Noir is yeah. what I said. Pinot um, Noir is, is sort of my go-to for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And then for white, I would go Riesling, like a dry dry Riesling yeah. or, lights, or like a Cabernet where it has like a little bit of sweetness because you have all that f that heavy food. So that like acidity, sweetness that really cuts through everything and is really, really nice. 
I I also like um, every once in a while a good craft beer. Would you like to sniff into the microphone? I, I would like to <laughs> stop dying. That, that's what I would like. Uh, no, like a good um, craft beer, like something. But that's just saying a beer. Like no, 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 no. You, you need to no, give me more I, than I, yes. You I want like, me to name twenty like different styles of beer? Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> Have no. one beer, please. No, I usually like um, a drier, like, like a, a drier pale ale. Um, depending you, on what I'm eating, you should get a hoppy pilsner, or they'll, they'll call them IPLs. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Lagers. No, I like, like this. That. Yeah, I'm not a beer nerd at all. I mean, I'm me. like a reformed beer nerd. Just give me a Manhattan. I um, my my friend, shout out Eric, just got engaged, uh, and he's the biggest beer nerd. Oh, have you ever gone to Mr. Vino's Cucina? Of course. He's oh yeah, I know that guy. Beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a that good... guy is an absolute beer nerd. Yeah, that no, guy is intimidating. We good we went to uh, Denver for the Great American Beer Festival together. We've been friends for over a decade. Really? I, yeah, I got on the job there. He he just got engaged in uh, Italy this last week. So we went to this place in uh, Lower East Side, and it was a leg- like a good beer list. I, s- I bought him a $50 sour at wow. 22 ounce because we, ha- we were, like, celebrating. So, like, it was delicious. It was a blackberry ale, sour beer, insane. Wow. So we've talked about Meisterbrow and a $50 sour beer on this mm-hmm. podcast. We've run the gamut there. Yeah, people say I'm like a snob. I'm not a snob. I I just will spend money on like good things. Yeah, but I have to sup supplement subsidize that by spending money on shitty things. <laughs> by spending as little money as possible on shitty things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything? Any other thoughts on Thanksgiving? Um, I got an MFK for you. Oh, okay. Um, MFK, marry, fuck, kill. We're gonna do turkey. Uh huh. Not gonna do stuffing. No, you can't do stuffing. Mashed potatoes mm. and pumpkin pie. Hmm. Turkey, mashed potatoes, and pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. I would kill mashed and potatoes. I, I'm, 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 I'm killing killing saying that this potatoes. is only on things, not all year, just your Thanksgiving. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, because I'm taking stuffing. I don't need all that. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking stuffing. So that's that's let's kill the mashed potatoes. I don't need mashed potatoes. Uh, mashed potatoes, I can have whenever. You know, mashed mm-hmm. potatoes done. Um, so I'm marrying fuck between turkey and pumpkin pie. I think, I think I'll marry the turkey and fuck the pumpkin pie. Yeah. Yeah. Turkey's more comforting. Yeah. I'm going to marry turkey also. Uh, You can't do Thanksgiving without turkey. I'm going to marry turkey. I'm going to have a slice of apple pie. Wait, but but wait, I'm going to kill the pumpkin pie. You said, oh, okay, yeah, okay. I'm gonna kill the pumpkin pie. All right, because I can just have apple pie, which isn't as good. But I feel like potato, mashed potatoes and gravy is just so important. Yeah, so so important to a Thanksgiving meal. Well, I mean, mashed potato gravy, I think, is important. Well, mashed potatoes, I'm like, but, eh. yeah, yeah. But like gravy's like one one B to stuffing's one A. Right? I just feel like so. This is this is my thought process. My thought process is. I've been eating loaves of semolina bread stuffed <laughs> with cheese and then a bowl of pasta. And then I'm going down, you know, down the little buffet. I don't really, we don't have a buffet usually. We actually sit down and eat. But I'm going down the buffet and I'm taking like three extra scoops of stuffing so that I can get my quota in <laughs> for the year. And then by the time I get to the mashed potatoes, I'm like, eh, you know what? Forget that. I don't need that. I don't need those mashed potatoes. Are they good mashed potatoes or are they like okay mashed potatoes? Aunt Marie makes great mashed potatoes. 
It depends. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> you know, sometimes like, like Aunt Marie makes like yeah, silky it, smooth. There's no one in my family that's potatoes. known. Like okay. we're not known for mashed potatoes. Like okay. no one like that. That's fair. Um. Yeah. So now. Nah. <laughs> yeah. I think I stick by my answer. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think that's a that's enough for our Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Go eat until um you waddle. Instagram. Uh, at not a foodie picks tag us in your thanksgiving plate send us your uh mike at not a foodie.com tom at not a foodie.com right team ealy t-m-i-a-l-e is my is mine you're you're, you're mike at not a foodie okay so i should okay i'm gonna change mine to tom too so it doesn't matter um Um, email us your thanksgiving recipes yeah Uh, and, and definitely tag us we'd love to see what you guys are eating on thanksgiving um especially if it's something something cool and tell us your thoughts on uh fuck marry kill too um, I think that's it. Yeah. All right. I'm Tom. I'm Mike. Happy Thanksgiving. See you guys. Bye.